Good job. Good job. I didn't even touch anything over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, Cody. <laughs> screw up. <laughs> Look at you! But you didn't touch that one either! <laughs>
I didn't know that I had a chance to deny you <coughs> money. See, but now that I have this opportunity, <laughs> my only reason was to get my name up. in the producer area, <laughs> just because then he would never be able to get rid of me, because it would be there permanently. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't. You didn't. You didn't even. Time. You didn't even get on the funders list, and that would have cost you five dollars. I didn't even see that. You know, if you give me a $5 bill now, I might still... Well, don't worry, I'm waiting. I'm gonna... I want those producers, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, I oh, will... oh, so, so... Well, honestly, it, that, that's also it, very I true. <laughs> I, well, you can no longer submit money on uh, Kickstarter. If you... If anyone listening wants to just give me money, I'll set up a PayPal account to take money from people. That is not a problem. <laughs> uh, but, uh, as always... Well, as always, as this, the very last time that we will be doing combinations and permutations in this way. And so the very last time I get to say this, as always, on combinations and permutations, we start with some sort of mathematical topic, and then we don't talk about it for about an hour. That's why I love it. So what, what won't we be talking about today, Sam? Well, why don't we just let Cody do it, because he fucking snuck a peek. What a jerk. You're God. such a bad person, Cody. I don't know how they let you in here, but you get the fuck out. You're just, you're just a horrible person. I, I, know. I can't believe you broke the, you know, the cardinal rule. The number one, the number one rule of combinations and permutations is you do not look at the topic for combinations and permutations. You're just, you, the number two sick. rule is you only get to look at it if I give you a sneak peek so that you can beat someone in a quiz and, I, and I, then fail. I really got Wait, Juan won that quiz. He didn't even oh, know what right. was going on. I remember that. <laughs> I, I remember that as well, not? I'm, I'm assuming that mostly we're going to devolve into talking about previous episodes uh, today. That's why I chose the absolute bedrock of mathematics, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. <laughs> although, Shit, although, I am not qualified for this. <laughs> although, although whoa. really, whoa, whoa, slow down. really <laughs> multiplication is just repeated addition, and division is just repeated subtraction. So really... No, division is not necessarily repeated subtraction. Division is looking uh, for an inverse element. Yeah, well, okay, so in the real numbers, it's essentially repeated subtraction, along yeah. with the remainder. Are we going to talk in the real numbers? Or I'm, I'm, I want I want to abstract the hell out of this just oh, to piss Cody it's, off because it's, it's all it's all anti Cody at this point. <laughs> I, I like this. We we have a different target for my ang- for my ang- for anger usually targeted at me. <laughs> That's what I meant. This, this is it's different for me as well. Yeah. Uh, you should so I I do want to point out that none of us are really qualified to talk about it in the real numbers as mathematicians. We have lost the ability. Uh, we've had it ripped from us. The ability to actually do any of these operations. This is true. Adding is ridiculous. You, you want you want to find any human being on the planet who really cannot do basic arithmetic anymore? Talk to a mathematician, specifically a set theorist. That and counting. Sometimes I have trouble counting. Like one, depends. Two, three. Depends on what type of counting you're talking about. Not combinatorial if, yeah, counting. Yeah, if we're talking basic extreme counting, like, counting like three-year-old like, counting. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't do that anymore. But if you want to know how many possible Hands in <laughs> yeah. five card draw. There are. I'm your guy. Yeah, that stuff's way too easy. It's, it's, it's pretty easy. It's fifty two choose five. Uh, well, that'd be five card stud. Five card draw. You have to deal with the draw. So five card stud. Seven card stud. Any of the stud games. I'm a stud. No, you're not. <laughs> shut up. I'm a, shut the fuck up. I'm a stud. <laughs> no, shut up, Cody. No one's talking to you. Okay. You're a fucking. You speak when spoken to. <laughs> shut your mouth. Oh, you guys talk to me. <laughs> Yeah, when Brandon and I get on the same team, we're kind of dangerous. Okay, so let's start out with addition, guys. Let's start out where mathematical operations in all likelihood started. 
I remember the first addition problem I learned. Really? It was 2 plus 2 equals 4. You learned then, that before 1 plus 1 equals 2? That's retarded. And then, <laughs> then, like, and then like the second one was 7 plus 7 equals 14. And for some reason, 7 has, for, because of that, 7 has always been my favorite number. It's been the most aesthetically Why? Pleasing. Why would they do 7 plus 7? I, I don't, it was, I was... Uh, well, then have you ever gone to Alex Bellis' site, favoritenumber.net, spelled in the British way, so O-U-R-I-T-E? Uh, where he asks you to uh, give your favorite number and explain why. I have, I have not. I oh, you should really go to that. It's, it's fantastic. I gave my favorite number, B prime L, uh, <laughs> which is my favorite number because it turns out it equals exactly one, and I think that that is silly, <laughs> which I believe was covered on the constant ep- or Constance episode, which was way, way back there. It's like in the 30s or I think something. I, I think I... Was I on the Constance episode? We I talked about the plastic number. I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, so addition. What? What is? What? So addition is counting. Essentially, it's it's basic counting. It's like well, I got three things over here and two things over here. If I want to count them all as one, how many does that give me? You can look at it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> In its most basic sense. Yeah. Uh, away from abstract algebra. Yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, and addition is is very specific in that it has uh, certain uh, properties. What properties are those that that all additions, no matter if we're talking uh, like matrix addition or even uh, well, not not all abstract algebra. So let's talk about things <laughs> okay. like dealing it's with like real numbers. Like abstract algebra. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll go into the abstract. On, depending on how you define, but, uh, but we're assuming we regular addition. Yeah, like regular addition. addition. So well, what what properties does it have? Commutative. Yep. Associative, easily. Yeah, so uh, commutative is uh, A plus B equals B plus A. Mm-hmm. What's associative? Associative, well, if you have three of them, A plus the quantity B plus C is yeah. the quantity A plus B plus C. If you do the operation twice, doesn't matter which one you do first. Right. Yep. You can reorder it. You can do it in any order you want, essentially, is what it is. And uh, also, when we're talking about these operations, we'll always talk about uh, inverses uh, and, uh, and identities. So in addition, what is your inverse? The negative, num- the negative yeah, version. Yeah, the negative version. And that, that's an additive inverse. Inverse is what brings you back to, what, the, back to the identity, which for addition is zero. zero. So uh, I think we just covered the entirety of addition in about a minute. So uh, another way you can think of addition, it's a little less abstract, but I always like to go to the number line. Uh, you can think of addition as arrows? being... As being, yeah, arrows, distances on the number lines, which gets you into the concept of a metric space or a topology, and that's... Okay, and so, Juan, what's the abstract um, version? Well, um, it, it satisfies the commutative and associative laws, but you don't, it's not necessarily counting. You can des- describe addition as any kind of operation as long as it's commutative and associative. And in groups, um, it would just be any operation that's, that forms an abelian group. And an abelian group is abelian group being a group a with set, a set of elements that, yeah, <laughs> under that, the operation. Yeah. So all abelian groups essentially have what we think of as addition in the, the regular addition. Yeah. Okay. So what's not regular addition? Something like eight. Well, there's. I mean, you do an a plus b equals two a plus b in the regular addition. zero. Yeah. So you can you <laughs> can a plus so abelian. Yeah. A plus b. Yeah. That would be. A plus B equals zero for all A and B would be the dumbest addition ever. <laughs> the, the, the trivial. Yeah. 
Yeah. A plus Trivial B equals group. A. Yeah, it would be isomorphic to Z1. <laughs> which is the integer group consisting of only zero. It's a very interesting group to be honest. Yeah, because you can, you can do anything with that group. If you're it satisfies under, everything. Yeah, if, if you're under Z1, you can, do, uh, you can have multiple things being true and untrue at the same time. Uh, it doesn't violate anything because nothing's happening. It's also a, it's also a field. <laughs> it's a field. It's a ring. I'm pretty sure it's a Euclidean domain. I uh, let's see. I'd no, so, it can't be because it's just that the norm doesn't. I, uh, yeah, it's, it it's a field because you can define do, multiplication, yeah, multiplication on it. Uh, it's, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a Lie algebra. But the problem is uh, the norm has to be strictly less than the divisor. And so it can't, nothing can be less, strictly less than the zero. Yeah. So that's okay, so it's problem. not a Euclidean yeah. whatever you said. So okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much with Z1, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So, yes. so let's add in subtraction. So subtraction is generally defined using additive inverses. So uh, when you have a minus b, that's a plus the inverse of b. Is there really anything else to say? These were dumb choices by me. Oh, I thought no, we'd be able to spin this up. Oh, my God. Subtraction. We haven't done one of these in a month and a half, and it shows. <laughs> uh, subtraction is not commutative. Very True. good, Cody. You learned a lot. Uh, except uh, it is when you define it using additive inverses. A minus B equals A plus negative B. A plus negative B equals negative B plus A. But it's... Yeah, I think that's addition. That's yeah. yeah I mean, but that that's no, when you go to the most abstract yeah, definition yeah. of subtraction. You turn into yeah. something that is. But we're. But I think what he's yeah. saying yeah. is yeah, well, a straight, minus b is not the same as b minus. A. Unless you're in z one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and in the non-trivial case, a minus b is not the same as that's, b minus a. I, I think I think we just found the title of this episode. Unless you're in z one. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else interesting about subtraction? It's it's not it's not naturally commutative. <laughs> anything else? There's much else really <laughs> to be interested about in subtraction. Uh, yeah, there's not even man. Even the Wikipedia article doesn't seem to find it very very interesting. Really, I'm surprised. About Cody, that. what did you do? Cody, you knocked it over again. How did you do that? You're like four feet away from me. I didn't. I didn't. Touch Did you break wind and it just kind of like blew it over, or what? Oh my God, Cody! When, we are sitting on wicker seats. There is. There is. Wicker burns really well. Oh uh, uh, yeah. They're not my seats, guys. Don't burn them. Oh well, then there's no point to. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something with a little bit more. That's just generally more interesting overall. Me? Shut the hell up! Let him Honestly, see. I really wish I had a mute button. This would be the first time in any episode that. Cody would have gotten muted and before Brandon or Juan. This is very appropriate <laughs> for the last episode, I think. I think it works. I'm sure we have some socks we could kind of like... Shove in his mouth? Yeah. Put paper towels over there. Okay. Yeah. So, food so who, wants to, who wants to tell me about multiplication? Okay, who's going to fucking tell me about multiplication? <laughs> I think Cody already mentioned it's in the basic sense everyone understands. It's just a repeated addition. It's normally how we define it, in basically. If we have an add addition, we usually define multiplication as just repeated addition, like you said. Now, uh, 
Now, multiplication, and I'm going to go into the history of this because it's the only one whose Wikipedia article has a history section in it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's been around for a long time. I imagine addition doesn't have a history section in it because addition has been around before history. Like, like the general understanding of addition yeah, was, you know, kind of prehistory. Uh, I don't know about subtraction. I don't know if subtraction was actually understood that well earlier on. Uh, but there's an Ishango bone, which is around 20,000 uh, BCE, uh, that shows that there was some knowledge of multiplication in Upper Paleolithic era in Central Africa. So this is going back a long, long time ago. Uh, but uh, there was multiplication in uh, Egypt for uh, integers and fractions, and it was successive additions and doubling for them. Uh, and let's see, the Babylonians used a positional number system, uh, which meant that they had multiplication in the same way that we think of it, as far as actually doing it, uh, because, you know, positional number system, theirs was sexagonal, but, or uh, sexagesimal, sorry, not uh, sexagonal, it wasn't base six, it was base 60. 60, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, the Chinese also had it, and they had a very interesting way of doing it with, uh, like sideways and vertical marks that allowed them to denote numbers. Um, and uh, then there's the modern method. And of course, the Romans also had it. I don't know, did any of you guys ever learn the uh, oh, yeah. the Roman numeral algorithm? For yes, sadly enough, when I was doing history of math for a professor. And yeah, isn't that awful? It's the most, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Don't get me wrong. It's, so yeah, how it's do, not how that do you, bad. How do you do it? Like, I've never actually learned it. I'm going to have to fucking think about that, I said, because let me... I <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk, I'm like, let's talk amongst now. ourselves. I, I want to go back to this base 60 thing. How okay. do you... Sexagesimal. Yeah, I, I can't... I so, really so like saying sexagesimal. They have 60 different symbols. Sounds kind symbols. of dirty. Sexagesimal. Sexagesimal? Sam... <laughs> We're asking a legitimate question for once <laughs> in the 70 so episodes. I'm the only one who gets asked legitimate. Yeah. No, you don't, because one, there's no mute buttons, and two, I run the board. We should hijack the show. Right, so, so, <laughs> okay, so what about sexagesimal? So, so do they really, damn it, Sam, do they really have 60 different symbols for all the numbers? Uh, it was 0 to 59. I don't, I mean... Well, I mean... The, the I natural, always wanted to add a Batman symbol. A natural question would be whether they even had the 0 or not. Uh, they, a good, good question. Okay, here, here. I brought. Yeah. Well, they, but they, it, was, they it was the Babylonians. 16. I believe the Babylonians were the first ones to come up with zero. The, Ma but, the Mayans actually had an understanding of the. Yeah, but Mayans, Mayans are they, way they later right, right. than Babylonian. I guess one of the Babylonians had an idea of zero. I, I think that they did, but it does not. I don't think it, it's not the common zero we're thinking of, but I think they had a sort of thing for like something. That, it's not the same zero. But it, it looks had. it looks like at least uh, in the images here, uh, it was essentially use as placeholder. I think uh, oh. that's that's what they look like. I'll try to I'll try to describe it. it I have seen those before. They look kind of like Y's, and when the, you did uh, you got three of them, and then you put one underneath those three, and then you put two underneath, and you put three underneath, and then. You do that up until nine, and then uh, for ten, you have the Y with like a little line going up, and then you kind of do that in the same way. So they essentially ha could have had a decimal base three. Well, it, it's it's super similar to base. Well, yeah, it, it's similar to binary almost, and to base three as well as to decimal because they had a special thing for ten, and then they started counting 
with their one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, right. eight, nine again, and then at twenty was just two tens. So they very easily well, could have had an easier to deal with positional <laughs> number system. Well, that's why Babylon is probably, probably similar that's to any, any decimal system I'm not that defines 60. <laughs> no, you're not. Fuck this. We hey. have covered this. You are half dumb and half idiot. <laughs> I, I, forgive me for asking, but why this time? Because no, I just assumed that, but why specifically? Is he dumb and idiot? I, I missed it. Oh, because that's what he is. Oh, okay. I thought you had a reasoning, but I mean, you don't really need one. So yeah, yeah. Well. No, no, we, 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 in no, we in no way need it. And also, uh, at least by the uh, second millennium BCE, Babylonian mathematicians had a sophisticated understanding. Uh, oh, no, maybe not. It was by 300 BCE that they definitely had a, a placeholder position for the zero. I knew they had a placeholder position. Yeah. Uh, so, there we go. Okay, do you remember Roman numeral multiplication yet? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay, and so <laughs> yes, they did, they did have symbols, and then uh, post-59, uh, post uh, they were uh, multiple symbol blocks of, in, of this form in uh, the placeholder positions. So they, you, they did it in a very similar way to the way that we do our decimal number system. So, uh, interesting things about multiplication. It is also commutative. Uh, and not, not this one. Yeah, this, this is one where uh, not all multiplications are going to be. And so this one we can actually spend some time talking about because there are uh, various like multiplications. Did, yeah, so uh, in regular number systems, we do think of multiplication as being commutative mm -hmm. and associative. Uh, and in this case, the uh, identity is and the inverse is... Reciprocal. Yeah, the reciprocal depending on, on uh, but if we're I mean, talking in a real number system, it's, it's going to be one over the number. But if you're in one of the finite fields, the z, the z sub, z sub n, or multiplicative any group. kind of module, any kind of modular arithmetic, you're going to have a multiple. You'll have most likely have a multiplicative inverse, but it won't be it won't be a, a reciprocal. It'll be another number from the. It'll be another integer. Now, representative. Now, if we go back to a. a a multiplication uh, where it's not commutative and there's not necessarily an inverse. Uh, the one that kind of jumps out in is uh, mat matrices. Exactly. Uh, matrices uh, over the real numbers, because uh, if you uh, if you simplify it down, then you can get to ones where there's always inverses. Uh, but matrices over the real numbers, uh, multiplication is not commutative. As a matter of fact, multiplication is even defined for. A huge amount of the cases, uh, like you can't take say a, a one a two right. by two matrix and multiply it with by a three, three by three. three. Yeah, it's it's they not, have to it's be not possible. They have to be compatible. Yeah, it's not always the case. Yeah, like a one by three and a three by one. Which is why when we can. when we look at like matrices, we usually look at like a group of specific n by n matrices. Yeah, otherwise we prefer looking at square matrices of yeah. the same dimension. Otherwise, there's really no real. Good structure. Yeah, and there's also not necessarily inverses, even even in, in the square matrices. Even in the square always... matrices, uh, if you have any uh, matrix with a row of all zeros. Right. But then again, uh, zero is also a number that's not invertible, even in real numbers, right. uh, because you it's... cannot, you can never do, you can never multiply zero to, in such a way that you will get anything other than zero. Uh, yeah. Uh, so other interesting like multiplicative groups or multiplicative fields. 
Um, with with uh, matrices, it's it's pretty intuitive that that several are not going to have um, inverses. There, there's so many uh, so many matrices. You're an infinite infinite group, um, at least the ones we were talking about. Uh, there's several very small finite groups that do not have inverses, like Z four uh, being the smallest I can think of. Um, Z four. Z four the the group of integers from zero to three. Um, with the operations of plus and addition, plus and multiplication mod four. Oh, okay. so so two. Uh, yeah, yeah, two. One. Yeah, two is not. I, I when I think of when I hear Z four, I given the work that I've done, Z four is a additive group to me. Oh yeah. In which oh, case, yeah. it has yeah. an inverse, but uh, the multiplicative ring. ring yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the ring or the multiplicative Z4. group Z four does not. Yeah, because two yeah. doesn't have. Uh, Z one doesn't. <laughs> Unless you're in Z1. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Z1. Oh, uh, also, uh, there, is an, there is an extra property we forgot. There is the zero element. There is uh, some, in most, in most multiplicative cases, there is something you can multiply it by that brings it uh, essentially to something that can't change. In matrices, you can always multiply by a zero matrix. Uh, in real numbers, you can multiply by zero. Uh, most groups have some, well, all rings will have some element of that because they have addition and you need the additive inverse. Uh, understand yeah. it's about multiplication? Yeah. Really dragging here, guys. Is it? Hey, you, and on, on the plus side, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, on the plus side, all of these things we're talking about, we're not actually screwing up for once. <laughs> like these are real, honest to goodness things that we actually happen to know. It turns out we had to drag it all the way down <laughs> To the four awesome basic nice. operations before we stop screwing things up. The, uh, did we prove, and uh, this is right. Uh, Diffie Hellman? No. no what, are we going to do prove, encryption? Did we, did we prove that uh, in a ring, uh, that the product of two additive inverses, or essentially the product of two negatives is positive. Um, uh, is that, it that is to say, negative A times negative A equals A, a squared. Oh, A squared. Um, was that I proved? Think, I thought that was one of those ones that are like the five, like list of five different little corollaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the one times A is always A. Like you know, yeah, you had to screw up our actually knowing everything, didn't you? Oh. Fucker. It's just not your day, Cody. It really isn't. <laughs> but in real numbers, that's true. Yeah. And apparently that's, that's not obvious to non-mathematicians, um. No, it's it's definitely not obvious to my students. A negative times a negative is a positive. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> I would, a negative that was, times a negative no, is, is a positive. True. It's clearly true. You multiply both sides by a. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, it's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yes, it's true. So yeah, we know it. Yeah. We're we're still one hundred percent here. Whew. Uh, now multiplication, I like. It's a super important, like, addition is, is very natural. Multiplication is, is a bit less natural, especially when you get to the very large numbers, when you can no longer really picture. Like, when you multiply something by two, you can picture it doubling. That's pretty easy to see. But when you have to, uh, you know, multiply something by 113... Well, it'll be 113. Yeah, yeah. We know that, and, and you can say that, but try to actually visualize that in your head. Well, 10 times... 
Okay, think of 5,742 times 113. Hold on, I'm going to calculate you, damn it. Exactly. No, all I'm saying is that it's it gets less natural in our head to to multiply numbers, especially when they get larger. Uh, but multiplication has been, you know, rather important. Uh, it, say modular multiplication is the reason that we can, uh, you know, shop online. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is true. I mean, mixed in with some very important results in number theory. Yeah. But you still need, at the heart of a lot of, uh, you know, basic encryption algorithms is just modular multiplication. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I guess, because uh, we, we've been talking about like Z4, which has modulo 4. So maybe we should define modul modulo as well here quickly to anyone who maybe doesn't know. Didn't we already go over this once before? Yeah, we did, but we this did. is a different episode. We still I thought need I described it last time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Juan, you fucking okay. describe it. So if it's 11 o'clock and you add two hours... Um, after 11 o'clock, then it'll be 1 o'clock. That is an example of adding 2 to 11 mod 12. You start over again once you pass. Yeah, 12 so is the same as 0. Anytime yeah. you hit any multiple of 12, you go to what, zero. it's yeah. going to be 0, and that's essentially what it is. And it just goes from 1 up to yeah. 12 again, which is 0. There you clock go. Because, you know, this, this is the one time that we're actually putting out an episode that if someone bleeped out all the swears, could actually be used as an educational thing. Fuck that. So. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, since we're, sure, sure. since we're on the topic of, of modular arithmetic, my first episode on combinations and permutations was the one about Gauss, and he came up. Uh, he has something to do with modular arithmetic. We're going to throw that in there. That was a good episode. That was the episode where I uh, read off a list of like a hundred things and then sped it up so it sounded really fast <laughs> in the recording. I sped, I sped it up gradually and it was just started and it was like, and then it just cut out. And then you just hear me going, because <laughs> I tried to say it in as few breaths as possible as quickly as I naturally could. And you sped it up in the recording. Oh, I had to, because it went on for like three minutes. I was just talking nonstop, reading off a list on Wikipedia. How's that any different yeah, from any other episode? <laughs> because usually, I'm not reading off a list. Usually we interrupt you, I'm too. paraphrasing off of the Wikipedia You know no, the, that interrupting me doesn't actually happen. The only way you can interrupt me is if I get a brain freeze from our local Diffie Freeze franchise. <laughs> Now that is a callback, people. Yeah. Juan, you were on that episode. I, I was. Okay, so division. How do we define division? Division's the fun. Division is the first abstract step we take, which is why it takes a while for um, uh, for people for to, to be understand it. In, in as in, like you already need all the way of, through you already college. Need quite a bit of structure to do to have even the existence of a division to begin with. So yeah. I mean, it's very late. Um, Makes sense. But simplest the, terms, undoing of multiplication. Yeah, right. and in in normal in normal real number stuff, division is exactly that. You're dividing it into you know that many pieces essentially, mm -hmm. and whatever size those pieces are. It's essentially that's that's your quotient. More gen more generally, it's your multiplicative inverse. And yeah. Instead, so it is. It's the solution to a times b equals one where. A is the one is the one you're trying to find the inverse of. Yeah. So I mean, it's where one is the, the yeah. identity, the multiplicative identity. Yeah. So let's say say we had say uh, let's see what is this? Looking at the Wikipedia article, say you have twenty peaches, and you divide it by four. You're dividing twenty peaches into four equal parts, meaning that each part has five peaches. So your quotient is five. 
That I'm is literally. So glad. That is literally the picture on Wikipedia. It's a picture? Like, it's a picture of... The yeah, yeah, there's actually a picture of this on Wikipedia. <laughs> there's 20 peaches, they divide it into four equal slices, leaving you with five peaches and in each slice. Peaches <laughs> sound delicious. Well, I, I thought if you cut, I thought if you cut peaches into four slices, you'd have a fourth of a peach. In no, each slice. there's 20... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, now I really. Peach in each slice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cover up the microphones. Peter can't get anything. <laughs> okay, and, and so what What if we actually want to, you know, kind of abstract out division? Because now this is an operation that, you know, it doesn't appear in a, you know, a lot of groups and things like that. It's actually very hard to set up a structure where division is inherent to the structure of the. Of the well, whatever the structure is. That really, I really miss word of that. <laughs> so does anyone know one by any chance? Like, a, it, there's what, what? Quotient, quotient rings, quotient groups, yeah. uh, those quotient fields. Are, yes. I don't know what they are. I don't yeah. remember. They're not, what, you don't remember? Well, it's not the same kind of, it's not the same kind of quotient as the yeah. division you're talking about. It's more, you're sort of, but it's division right. in a different, in a more abstracted term. Um, it's it's pretty easy to understand once you have the general ideas in, yeah. in group theory down. Uh, if you think of like, they say you have an element A, one over A is just the invert, the multiplicative inverse of A. So B over A is B times one over A. It's not too bad. Um, did you uh, did you know that? Uh, <laughs> When you compute division, uh, you you end up using something called chunking. That you literally each portion leads to the idea of chunking, i.e., division by repeated subtraction. Oh, <laughs> well done, Cody. Yeah, that's right. What are you fucking cheering about, loser? I'm cheering myself. Shut the fuck up. Nobody else cheers. Shut. Me. I chewed the game. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you did. Whatever. And then Whatever. Never again. repeated subtraction. Um, anyone like to enlighten me? Uh, so this Subtract, this would be with uh, what are you like, <laughs> so division? Uh, <laughs> valid valid point. It was a difficult one. How do you divide by subtracting a, a shit ton? Of uh, okay, okay. So for example, if you wanted to find what's twenty five divided by five, well. Just subtract five from twenty-five as many times as you can until you get to zero. Oh, and that's okay. Remember, oh, well, think about, that, that's sort of like the that's sort of like the division algorithm. Yeah, and that yeah. Yeah. the division algorithm okay. is exactly that, right? You got your p times q plus a remainder oh. r, and so, yeah, so if, you, if you keep subtracting, it's it. that, that's essentially that multiplication. That's right. That repeated, and then, yeah. and then that also uh, gives you the world of the remainder. Remainders. Yes. God, I hate remainders. It's beautiful. Why? How are they beautiful? I don't know. I just said it to piss you off. Because you hate them, so therefore I had to say they're beautiful. Well, the, the numbers in, <laughs> in modular arithmetic are essentially remainders. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's true. I like, <laughs> them. I like, I like remainders in uh, modular multiplication. Not in division. You go into division, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> because I could be as arbitrary about my hatreds as I want to be. You can't stop me. You're right. Don't look at me like you can stop me. I can't stop you. You are looking at me like you think you can stop me. Sam, just be cool. Be Sam. cool. Sam, put your shirt back on. Sam, Sam. Stop rubbing your nipple like that, son of a bitch. Uh, Sam, uh. <laughs> Wait, now, now you <laughs> actually... Feel the blade of that knife. <laughs> it, it 
didn't work. <laughs> not as well as okay. this one. So, so yeah, so a, little context, people with a little context uh, for those listening. Sam pulled his shirt off, rubbed his nipple, pulled out a knife. Uh, from Brandon, my belly button. Brandon, Brandon pulled out a bigger knife. <laughs> from his pants, oddly enough. Hey, Inside. Hey, hey Inside you got his it. pants. I like knives. What? Yeah, but the, it was riding really close. The, I, just... I like to live on the edge. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's awful. That is really <laughs> terrible. I... So, well, that's it for the, these things. That, that was addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. So, uh, since, since this is the last episode, and I feel that we need some sort of nostalgia of some sort in here, do any of you guys have, like, a favorite moment that you could remember from these recordings? I do. I know you do. No one cares what you think. Now, I'm going to let you close it out, because you actually have one. Right. Uh, and I know what it is. Either of you two have one? Um, there was one time where we were setting up for a recording, and Sam, while reaching up to grab a microphone, actually fell, <laughs> and, um, actually really hurt himself really badly. It was really serious. But, um, in hindsight, uh, you know, you know, honestly, ever happened to you? moments that has ever happened to me. You know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this happened. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but I think he's lying. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I tried to reach for something and I fell over, I dropped a book on myself or something like that, but I'm pretty sure I didn't seriously injure myself at any point. It was a great moment. Either way, Did you ever remember it one? that way? Um, I'm, uh, actually, when we were, um, I'm not sure if it was, uh, we actually recorded for the podcast, definitely online for you guys to listen to, but when we were... Um, coming up with skits for uh, yes. the 50th episode it was. Um, well, we had several ideas for skits, several which were inappropriate, several involved Kanye West, which means that was much more inappropriate. <laughs> no, no, the Kanye West ones are not inappropriate because Kanye West was in them. They didn't make any sense. Because all what of a sudden... What in the 1800s? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, I'm Kanye West. Which I believe is how you voiced Kanye West. <laughs> I can see that. I'm remembering correctly, because we did record those. They are all available on the blog somewhere around the 50th episode. If you scroll back, there's a bunch of uh, skits that didn't quite make it in. Uh, and it's just, it's, you kept on, you know, voicing Kanye West. Yo, I'm Kanye West. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, that's literally what it sounded like. It was this weird, like, Brooklyn accent. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's just weird, like, I'm trying to have one, but I can't do it. <laughs> kind of accent, which makes no sense, because he's from Chicago. Worse, because it's uh, Juan trying to do it. Uh, unfortunately, Brandon was out of town. Um, don't, don't rub his face in it, I've got yelled at enough for this. Yeah, uh, Sam was such a prick oh, that he did oh. not wait for me. He got everyone, even people that he didn't like as much as me. Which is not many, but still. Which is no one. <laughs> but he I like all of those people more. He waited more until I had left town to do it. He no. Specifically planned. Don't, let him, don't listen to this fuck. This is exactly what happened. I'm telling, I'm telling you the truth. You waited. You want, you want to know the truth? You want to know the, the distinct truth? You were out of town, and I was about to leave town, and I desperately needed to record it so I could release it while I was out of town, so I didn't have a month and a half between episodes. You would say anything to save face. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 he told us a story about you know him being walked in on. I, I don't think there's 
Oh yeah, yeah, no. Walked in on well, uh, for I, I was not well, in this well, conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Well, walked in on while masturbating. Who has that not happened to? Right. I, I just wanted to be clear because I. I but he didn't ask her to join in, which is the dumb part. I, anyway, <laughs> so Brandon, do you, do you have a do you have a favorite moment? Oh, that's <laughs> so hats coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brandon. <laughs> you you enjoy these as much as you act like you as don't. Much you as do. Our only my favorite line when we were talking about teaching and the lo- and the lumberjacks, and your father cutting down the trees of ignorance. <laughs> I think he was chopping ever, down, chopping down the trees of ignorance because he looks like a lumberjack and he was a teacher and it just it just fit perfectly. And other than that, just any time I get to bitch at Sam, <laughs> Cody. Um, I think that, I mean, definitely that, that time we got together and we were riding the Shut the fuck up and move on. <laughs> no, no, continue. I was past. practically crying when Juan brought up Kanye West. It was so, I mean, that was... Anyway, um, uh, hands down, the winning the 50th episode uh, trivia challenge. That was... You're, that not, was... you're not making an argument. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> well, I knew, I knew it was that. Like, there's... You know what? Instead of listening to this, just go back and listen to that one. We did a much better job and then stopped yeah, in that episode. I think in general, being the official beard of combinations and permutations has been a validation that I think I've always needed. Um, you know, every time Cody gets a compliment, there's a sense of equilibrium that I feel must be, <laughs> must be satisfied. And so anytime he gets a compliment, I have to insult him. So you're the... You're the uh, Darth Sidious of this podcast. Essentially, I guess, yeah. I can see that. Well, it's not just the podcast. He does it like in David. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, want him. To, I don't want him to get too big of a head. I'm, th- I'm, I'm concerned about Cody. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to end up like you, Sam. I mean, my, come on. You <laughs> never end up like me. <laughs> Thank goodness. He has a, he has this weird you know like belief structure that, that his life is structured around. Unlike my belief structure, which is structured around, oh my god, I'm awesome. <laughs> Somebody has to tear you down, yeah. Sam. <laughs> yep, you can't, because the entirety of my belief structure Somebody is, has to I am awesome. Sam, you don't have to be this way, Sam. Yeah, even your own father. And we quote, Sam, you don't have to be this way. I remember when your dad you brought all those chocolate bread and everything, he said that to you. And that's why we love your dad. We all uh, don't, Kim, don't we all agree yeah, that yeah. his dad is yeah. way more awesome than him? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's I, been on the podcast before. Has he? I don't... I, yeah, I didn't I don't listen, so him. I don't I don't know these things. Yeah, it was way back, like... Way back. It's like 15 or 16. Cody's heard it, I'm sure. And he's the only one that listens to us. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of interviews, you could you could put the interview that you're going to do with me on <laughs> combinations. Of I'm just going to... I'm just throwing that out there. Um, you know. Cody, we're going to have a long talk later. <laughs> you sounded more and more like me. Like, <laughs> we have a long talk. I'm gonna, it's going to be an intervention. So, so I still have to give out my favorite. Uh, my... No one cares, Sam. <laughs> Shut up. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... So I was I was a huge fan of of the I am going I'm going way 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 back on this and uh and trying and doing my best I'm going to have to bring this up because I don't entirely remember how we worded uh, a couple of these things but of course my favorite episode of all time the calculus cage match oh, yes. that was that was such an amazing Which episode was that? 
Uh, the, oh man, that was five, four, five, oh, five so it's, way before, it's way before one and all. Oh yeah, this is way before any of you. Uh, that, that would have been uh, the original lineup. That would have still been Chris, Nathan, Anthony, and I. Uh, I don't think I've ever been on one with Anthony. Oh man, Anthony, Anthony I, brings I, uh, Anthony brought a certain sort of uh, class, actual knowledge <laughs> to episodes he was on. <laughs> <laughs> Which was which was always super super weird, uh, but I I, I kind of want to harken back to to the to the very very first episode, uh, and and to a very special method of proof, uh, <laughs> yes. uh, that that we developed for the for the very first episode of combinations and permutations. This will be interesting. And this this is how we're going out. So I. Uh, for Cody Palmer, Juan Mariscal, Brandon Metz, by the power of Grayskull, this has been Combinations and Permutations. So that does it for this, the last of an era of Combinations and Permutations. To find some links for the things talked about on today's podcast, be sure to head on over to acmescience.com, where you can also pay attention to what's going on, strongly connected components, relatively prime, and any possible updates on combinations and permutations. Make sure to keep a lookout because there will be new things coming, I promise. Also, if you have any feedback or you just want to say how sad you are to see this version of combinations and permutations bite the dust or how happy you are in all honesty send me an email samuel at acmescience.com the music on this podcast from sp12 you can find them over at opsound.org and as always combinations of permutations license under creative commons attribution share a like license so please feel free to use the audio for whatever you want just give us the credit we deserve which is really not much so thank you all so much for listening and I hope that you have a math week.